Hello and welcome to Time Out with Neb TV. I am your host, Neb TV. That should be made obvious by the title of the podcast. Well, here we are. I'm kind of new to the podcast game. I am usually I post on YouTube. I'm a YouTube creator, as they say. 62 subscribers, kind of a big deal. No, I'm just joking. But uh, yeah, that should that sarcasm kind of should have been obvious. But we're about 40 seconds in here to my first ever podcast. Uh, quick question: How'd you guys like the intro? If you want me to change it, definitely I will probably change it. I was listening to it a little bit too much bass, but can there ever be too much bass? Bass. I I'm saying bass, man, like the fish bass. Can there ever be too much bass? Probably because I'm used to saying bass, but you know, we'll skip past that part. Welcome to Time Out with Nep TV. Here we talk about sports and a lot of other stuff that is going on in the world at the moment, besides politics, because we do not like to get political anywhere. But why don't we start this off with, um, I was playing basketball today, and uh, I used the app Home Court because why not, you know, work on it, you know, get better. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know, get noticed, you know, that's good. It's good for career-wise and stuff like that if anybody ever wants to focus on anything like that. But, you know, uh, I was using home court, so I have it on like a tripod, right, to, um, you know, film so that home court can set up analytics and stuff like that. But then, like, wind starts blowing, right? And Because I'm outside, right? Like, I don't, I don't have an inside court anywhere near me for quarantine so i'm shooting outside right and my phone my phone falls off the tripod and this has happened a lot like i drop my phone all the time right it happens almost every day maybe twice a day three times a day and i fall like i drop it face down on the ground usually and it never breaks it never breaks but here i am today it had already fallen off the tripod like I'd say six seconds before, and then it falls again. But this time it falls face up, and the screen protector just shatters. So I don't know the logic of that. I don't know the logistics, but, you know, Apple, maybe work on something, you know? Okay, well, we're rounding about three minutes here into the podcast. I think it's going to be kind of a shorter intro episode, and um, I think I'm going to have some later on some interviews with some guests uh soundtrap here which i'm recording the podcast on is asking me a survey what is the likelihood that you would recommend soundtrap to a friend or a colleague i'd probably say seven uh the reason for my answer it's pretty good it's pretty good that's that's the answer to this it's pretty good that's basically all i can say um yeah so what should we talk about? Oh, I was saying how I'll get interviews and stuff like that. Got a lot of analysts, especially from the amazing sports blog that uh, definitely not a part of, but uh, the Sports Anal- Analysis Hub. I, I'm i a part of the freaking blog, and I'm even saying it wrong myself. Ugh, okay, well, I'm going to have some interviews, some great analysts from there, me being one of them, but some great, great analysts, much better than I am, much more analytical, much smarter than I am, in all honesty. They're going to be on here talking some sports with me later on, probably going to be talking uh, just NFL logistics-wise and upcoming NBA draft, which 
is most likely going to be postponed, as Woj and Shams were saying. The lottery's already been postponed, which, you know, I mean, it's a lottery, so, you know. MLB's been postponed. Everything's postponed. I- I'm missing everything. March Madness, that that just kind of sucked, man. Like, you know, not being able to watch March Madness each year. It's just, like, this year is insane. I love March Madness. Watch it every year. It's probably my f- the best sporting event there is in the world. But let's just scroll through ESPN, um, shall we, to start this off. And then we'll probably go into the NFL draft, and then we'll probably end it around 25, 30 minutes. At least that's my hope. I'm a very dull person, so I may not have enough content to record for 25 to 30 minutes when I'm just by myself without any guests or co-hosts. So I guess we'll see about five minutes in. So let's just scroll through ESPN. The top article today is... Alex Smith's comeback, and gosh dang, god, god damn, man. I got to give huge props to my boy Alex Smith, bro. This man almost lost his leg and almost apparently lost his life. And uh, for him to just work from work back from that, that's incredible. And I wish him the best of luck. He was having an amazing career re- revitalizing season in Washington, and then it all ended because the Washington field is cursed and all quarterbacks get injured there. RG3, Alex Smith, you know, Joe Theismann. So, um, yeah, uh, props to that guy, dude. Props to Alex Smith, man. He deserves every positive article, every positive thing said towards him. He's a legend. Uh, what else is there? NBA in talks for a December start to start the 2020-21 season. Um, what the, bro, okay, well, that's cool, I guess. Uh, no news on the 2019 2020 uh, NBA season, whether we're gonna have a playoffs, whether we're gonna finish out the regular season. I guess we'll see. Um, I wish we would, uh, but coronavirus is a major issue, and there are a lot of people struggling from it. So, keep your prayers up for everybody in need. And everybody who is struggling due to the coronavirus, deadly virus, wish everybody the best. That sounded so just not smart at all, but, you know, that's just coming from the heart, man. You know, wish everybody the best when they're struggling with the coronavirus. Everybody needs prayers, and we just need to hope and pray for getting out of this and for it to end. What's next? Vegas favors Belichick Burrow for coach. Okay, they, oh, okay, it's like respectively. I thought they were saying Joe Burrow is a favor for coach of the year. <laughs> that would have been funny. Oh, I mean, I could see Belichick as coach of the year, but like... We'll see. We'll see. He'd have probably have to win the division. Or maybe even go 8-8. Eight eight. That roster is not amazing, but... It's Bill Belichick. It's the Patriots. They're gonna they're gonna figure something out, and they're probably gonna find a way to beat the Bills for the division. I uh, look, Bills are definitely favored. I actually personally think that the Bills are gonna win the division. But you know, if somebody were to tell me, like, come from the future and tell me that the Patriots were gonna win the division going nine and seven, would I be surprised? No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. It's Bill Belichick. Jared Stidham may be better than Tom Brady. Who knows? Who knows? I watched Jared Stidham play in college. After he transferred from Baylor to Auburn, I was saying, I was thinking, like, 
Jared Stidham's going to win the Heisman at Auburn, and that team's going to go to the college football playoff. And I was pretty close, man. I think they went to the college football playoff that year. Um, Jared Stidham did not win the Heisman, but he had a pretty good year. He got drafted in like the seventh or sixth round, which kind of surprised me. I thought he'd probably go fourth or fifth because he's pretty good, has all the talent in the world. Or at least, you know, that's what you like everybody thought coming out of high school. Didn't really didn't really turn up to expectations in college, but he's still a really good quarterback. Needs the right system, needs the right coach, and I think he's probably got that with Bill Belichick. So we'll see. We'll see how they do. The Jaguars aren't picking up Fournette's 2021 option. That makes sense. Fournette's been kind of a bust, in my opinion. Jaguars fans, please don't come at me. LSU fans, please don't come at me. But how was Fournette picked ahead of Christian McCaffrey in that draft? How can the Jaguars be so stupid? Christian McCaffrey is one of two running backs that I would pay a ton of money for. Like, running backs, they're not durable at all. They don't produce they don't really fit into the evolving game and yeah as i was saying they're not durable at all like a lot of running backs fizzle out at 27 only two running backs i would pay serious money are christian mccaffrey and saquon barkley both those guys can work in the running game and the passing game um well i mean the receiving game but you know mccaffrey did throw for a touchdown in college so you know he can work in the passing game but yeah those are the only two running backs i would actually pay serious money because they're tool threat guys. They're Swiss Army knife. They work in every single way that um, an NFL offense would want them to work in. So, you know, that's interesting. It's kind of a dull episode, isn't it? Well, you know, they're going to get better. They're going to get better. It's my first time. Give me a quick break, you know. Yeah, uh, don't know what I should do. I think I'm going to start posting this to Spotify, probably have to upgrade this soundtrack premium but you know it's all in a day's work to maybe get some money or something like that but we'll see because i am broke as frick um what's up next the last dance what a great show man last is so interesting so interesting michael jordan man cocky guy bro cocky guy bro but like best player of all time to all the lebron fans out there LeBron's good. Like, LeBron's the second best player of all time. No, like, there's no question. It's those two in a different class of their own. There's a lot of guys you could bring up, like Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, who else? Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. You could bring them up in that conversation, but they're just not on the same level as LeBron and as MJ. And MJ was a different beast, man. I think we may be seeing a guy similar to MJ in Giannis coming up. We'll see. I don't know how old Giannis is. How old is Giannis? Because if he's like 25, which I think he is, he has a ton of time to develop. How old is he? 25. I guessed it. He's got a lot of time to develop. He's got probably... He's not even his prime yet. He's probably got three years till his prime, and his prime's not going to... Because he's so good. If he stays out of injury trouble, his prime is not going to end until he's 33. He's got a lot of potential. Like, that's what people don't realize. He's not even in his prime yet, and he's an MVP. So he's going to wreak havoc on the league. Another guy that could show up and be one of the best players that I think could be considered one of the best players of all time is definitely Luka Doncic. Probably butchering that last name, but, you know, who cares? Uh, He's got all the potential in the world as well. He's very interesting type player. He's 6'7", plays all the positions on the court except for center. 
Uh, at least I think he can. He can play kind of like Dirk in power forward. He's he's a natural small forward, I'd say, in my opinion. But he's also a great ball handler and can shoot the three ball really well. He's got a ton of potential. And, yeah. Uh, guys that, like, um, I do not think can be, like, considered greatest of all time, but, like, are obviously amazing players and definitely deserve to be, like, top 50 all-time, top 100 all-time, James Harden, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, those guys. Those are three amazing players. And there's many more that I'm not listing, but, you know, three of those, both those guys are, all those guys are insane. Steph changed the game. Steph made the game what it is today by being the best three-point shooter ever. He changed the game because kids now look up to Curry. You know, they, they want to shoot the three like Curry. They want to, and I think we're going to be seeing a huge like burst in a Rockets type offense where there's not a lot of two pointers. I mean, we're already kind of seeing it, but it's going to be it's going to be bigger, bigger boom. That's the word I'm looking for, bigger boom. Going to be a much larger boom in three points taken per game. I think that's what we're going to be seeing. Um, yeah. So what's up next? Let's see. Uh, can y'all even hear me? That's my question. Can y'all hear me? I think so. I'm not getting any monitoring feedback, which is kind of weird uh, on the headphones. Then again, these headphones are like six years old and they're not very good. But who cares? I love them to death. They work well. They have a good, uh, a good strict mic on it. And, you know, yeah. So they haven't died yet. So. All right. How about we look at the draft now? Why not? NFL draft by team. All right, let's see. ESPN, pulling it up on ESPN. Let's see. Arizona. All right, so they got Isaiah Simmons in the first round. They got Josh Jones in the third round. They got Leaky um, Fotu. I watched him play because I'm a Pac-12 fan. Um, you know, just I, I, I don't know why I'm a Pac-12 fan. It's just, you know, I'm just a Pac-12 fan, I guess. But, like, it's definitely one of the worst conferences in uh power conferences in college football but that's a different story it's got a lot of good players just you know meh uh isaiah simmons first round as i said before josh jones third round lucky foe two fourth round rashard lawrence fourth round evan weaver sixth round and eno benjamin seventh round that is a quality draft filled almost all their needs according to espn because i'm lazy i'm not willing to think of, of all their needs off my off the top of my head i'm gonna be using espn's all right give me a break please god Please, give me a break. Okay, that sounded kind of snide, but, like, please. I'm tired, man. Okay, give me a break, man. Okay. It's a good draft, though. Gain Isaiah Simmons and Evan Weaver. I think Evan Weaver's super underrated. I think he could come in and start day one for them. Um, but he probably won't. But he's going to develop into something. Uh, we recommend you stop and save your work on recording for more than 15 minutes. Okay... Well, let's see. I'd give the Cardinals like an A. Maybe an A minus. This is a quality draft. This is probably one of the best draft classes, in my opinion, they in the draft. They stocked up on um, defensive talent that could all develop into quality starters for them, in my opinion. Especially Richard Lawrence in the fourth round is amazing. Isaiah Simmons has got the potential to be a pro bowler immediately. Uh, Eno Benjamin is a steal in seventh round. That guy can play in the slot. He can play running back. Great player. Surprising that he fell to seventh because he's one of in 
as my sports analysis hub friends would say, one of the best running backs in the class. Obviously not on the level of Jonathan Taylor and who else? J.K. Dobbins and DeAndre Swift. But, you know, he's he's good. He's top 10 for sure. Surprising he fell to the seventh round. Shows you how running backs are not really in demand anymore. But anyways, uh, why don't we move on to Atlanta. A.J. Terrell in the first round. Marlon Davidson in the second round. Matt Hennessy in the third round. McCall Walker in the fourth round. Jalen Hawkins in the fourth round. And then they picked a punter. Hoffrichter. Yeah, Hoffrichter is pretty good. But he's a punter. Uh, I mean, meh. A.J. Terrell, like, kind of a reach, but definitely probably the second or third best corner. Actually, not second, but like third or fourth because I forgot about Jeff Okuda. Um, Because, like, the first three picks, I kind of, like, forget that they were ever drafted. Like, you know what I mean? Because they were already, like, kind of shoo-in in in a way. If there were not going to be trades, it was already kind of shoo-in that those were going to be the top three guys. And, yeah, I just kind of forget they were drafted in a way because I already feel like they were on their respective teams. But what are we looking at here? AJ Terrell, good pick. Marlon Davidson, good value. Matt Hennessy from Temple, I'm not exactly sold on. But, you know, good player, good player. Maybe a bit of a reach, but, you know, who knows? Went out and got their guy. So, McCall Walker, meh, kind of a reach in the fourth round. But we'll see. They went up and got their guy. So, you know. Jalen Hawkins, also a meh. And picking a punter, like, why? You can get a ton of quality undrafted punters. So, like, you know, no hate to the punters, though. Like, Pat McAfee, that's a freaking god right there, bro. Like, he's probably got one of the best sports podcasts ever made, in my opinion. He's a legend. Uh, Pat McAfee, also a great punter for the Colts. Amazing punter. Pro Bowl, all-pro caliber punter. But... Falcons draft, I give, like, they only got two of their top five needs according to ESPN. Um, I give it, like, a C. It's a med draft. I mean, they got they got good players. Like, I've seen these guys play. They're all pretty good. I think they'll fit in well. But, like, a lot of reaches and not the best value. But, yeah, moving on. Let's see here. We got Baltimore coming up. All right, first round, Patrick Queen, J.K. Dobbins is second round's big steal. Justin Matabuke, uh, Evan Duvernay, Malik Harrison, Tyree Phillips in the third, all of those guys in the third round, damn, okay. Ben Bredesen, uh, Broderick Washington Jr., James Prochet, one of my favorite wide receivers in draft class, and Geno Stone. This is a sick draft class. Damn, okay. Um, coming out strong with the Cardinals in the... Ravens, Patrick Queen, in my opinion, best linebacker in the draft. Good value at 28. J.K. Dobbins, extreme amazing value. I, I know I was just saying our running backs, but like, when you get a workhorse like J.K. Dobbins to match up with Mark Ingram as like a two-back compliment, compliment to Lamar Jackson, doing something right as a GM, you know, doing something right. Good value pick at 220, uh, 23rd pick in the second round. All right, Justin Matabuke is a good pick. Good defensive tackle, Devin Duvernay. I, I always like Devin Duvernay. He's got some good hands. Never really got to show his full potential at Texas because, well, it's Texas, you know, don't really – they don't really develop kids over in Texas. It's been a long time. They're missing Mac Brown. Malik Harrison is a good player. Good player, in my opinion. Tyree Phillips may have been a little bit of a reach in the third round, but we'll see. Ben Bredesen, good pick. I know Ben Bredesen, good guy. 
Well, I, I don't like know him, but like I, I've watched him before. He's, you know. Yeah, whenever I say I know somebody, I don't know anybody. Okay, I'm not a sports insider. But, okay, I, I like, you know, I'm a sports analyst who doesn't have ties. But we'll skip past that point, okay? I'm, I'm an official dude. That's why you're listening. You're listening for good analysis. All right, Broderick Washington Jr., maybe a bit of a reach there in the fifth round. But, you know, went up and got their guy. You know, I guess James Rocher, I, I love James Rocher. This man... Team captain, as it says in the pre-draft analysis, team captain, four-year starter. He's he's small, but he's fast as, as, you know, super fast. Great in the slot. Great little fast player here to give Lamar Jackson another weapon. Geno Stone is also a great safety. I'm surprised he fell to the um, seventh round, but good for Baltimore. I'll give that like an A. For some reason, my throat is getting raw, and we're only 20 minutes in, mate. Ah, okay, that sounded probably really freaking weird. I was drinking that. But, uh... Alright. Buffalo Bills. AJ Epineza. Zach Moss. Gabriel Davis. Jake Fromm. Tyler Bass. A kicker in the sixth round. Alright, well... Isaiah Hodgins. Good player. And Dane Jackson. Yeah, this is a pretty good draft class. Shake from they don't need a quarterback, but they went out and got one anyways. I mean, maybe he'll beat out Josh Allen. Who knows? Epineza, a bit of a reach. Zach Moss, good running back, but gets injured a lot. Actually, no, I thought Epineza was in the first round. Second round? At 22nd in the second round, that's, that's great value. Gabriel Davis is a good wide receiver. Tyler, but I don't like picking kickers or punters. But, you know, went out and got their guy, I guess. Isaiah Hodgins, sixth round. Yeah. I give us like a B. You know? Got some good value. Got a little bit of reaches. It's not bad. Right? They went out and got their top need in defensive end to start off the draft. And they got one of the top guys at the position in the draft late in the second round. So that's huge value. But like, yeah, yeah. It's a med draft. I think we'll see Gabriel Davis and Isaiah Hodgins probably develop into something. They're both good. I've watched them both play. Yeah, so we'll see that. Maybe Tyler Bass is their kicker of the future. Who knows? Carolina, the team that's projected to finish um, probably last. Everybody's hating on their management. I don't know why. I thought they had a really good draft. They picked all defense. Derek Brown, Yeter Gross. I I say Yeter. I know it's probably Yator. I'm sorry, Yator. Um, Just before anything, I'm probably going to keep calling you Yeter. For like all of the episodes of this podcast, when I'm talking about football, and if you're in the like discussion, okay, I'm sorry in advance. All right, I it don't take any offense to it, but I'm gonna call you Yeeter. All right, I don't know why. I think that's just like Yeeter, like Yeeter is yeeting through the defense and yeeting quarterbacks to the ground. Like, come on, man, dude. Okay. <laughs> Okay, either if you need like a catchphrase guy that you'll pay like maybe 0.0001% of your paycheck to, I'm your guy. All right? I'm your guy. I'm here. Okay, I just went off on a tangent about Yeeter Grossmanos, but. Okay, they got Derek Brown, they got Yeeter, they got Jeremy Chin in the second round, they got Troy Pry, they got Kenny Robinson from the XFL, and they got Bravian Roy, and they got Stanley Thomas Oliver III. Decent draft. You know, I, I like. Stacking up on defense. A lot of these guys could start day one for them. 
I think Kenny Robinson and Jeremy Chin could both come in and be a good safety duo. They're both good. Kenny Robinson's got great ball tracking skills. Uh, Jeremy Chin I haven't really seen much of because he's from Southern Illinois, but I've heard he's good. I've seen some tape. He's not bad. Um, Yeeter, he's really good. I watched him against Ohio State. That man was wrecking havoc on that good. That's a good old line there. Wrecking havoc on those guys. So... Derek Brown also is uh, a force. This this is good. They're just improving the defense, you know? They improved the offense in free agency mostly. They got Teddy, re-signed McCaffrey. They got Robbie Anderson. And now they're out here, you know, just improving the defense to the best of their ability. I, I respect it. It's probably like a B plus. I'll give it a B plus. Pretty good draft. The Chicago Bears. Oh, my Lord. Okay, Cole Komet in the second round. They get their 10th freaking tight end. Their 10th tight end. I'll repeat that again. 10th tight end on the roster. Sure, Cole Komet's probably going to be their starter, so they went out and got a starter. But, guys, you already got nine. Maybe, you know, pick like a... Maybe pick Josh Jones with this pick. I'm surprised Josh Jones fell in the third round. You know, but, you know, they got an offensive tackle later. They got Cole Komet. They got Jalen Johnson. They got Travis Gibson, who I actually think is pretty good. Uh, Kendall Vildor, I'm probably mispronouncing all these names. Darnell Mooney from Tulane, Arlington Hambright from Colorado, and Lachavius Simmons from Tennessee State. This is a terrible draft. I'm just here to say right now, Jay- I like Jalen Johnson. He's really a good corner. But besides that, Cole Komet and Travis Gibson are good, but I think they're kind of reaches. Uh, I'm gonna give this a. I don't want to give anything a D. But probably have to give this a D plus. This was not a good draft. And Ryan Pace is showing why all Bears fans hate him and want him out. They, they had chances to get Jake Fromm. They probably should have just brought in Jake Fromm in my opinion. Like, this is probably a controversial opinion because they just, you know, they took on the huge contract of Nick Foles. And I think give Nick Foles a chance, but but you know. I mean, a lot of people disagree with me on that. D-plus for the Bears, Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow and T. Higgins, two guys from Tiger teams. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, Logan Wilson, Akeem Davis-Gaither. I hope I'm saying that right. Khalid Kareem, Hakeem Adeniji from Kansas, and Marcus Bailey from Purdue. What can I say about this draft? They filled all their top needs, according to ESPN. They got their quarterback of the future. Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. I'd be surprised if he fizzled out in the NFL. He's going to be a quality starter. Like, his floor is probably a starter. Maybe not quality, but a starter. That's his floor, in my opinion. And yes, you can you can tape that. You can clip that, as Twitch streamers would say. You can clip that. Hold that tight, dear and tight to you, or whatever that's saying, near and dear to you. There you go. That's the same. Hold that near and dear to you, all right? Quote me on that. But his floor is a starter. His ceiling is a multi-MVP. Uh, multi right? You can quote me on that. It's going to be a rough going for him because the Bengals are still not very good. Probably finish like 5-11, 4-12 next year. But that means that more weapons will be coming in for him. So, I mean, what else can... What else can... You'd be really happy about that, you know? Maybe get like... Panay... Sewell, I don't know the next draft class. Probably, that may actually be the next podcast episode. Mock drafting, next year's draft class, really early. Way too early mock draft. That'd be good. I think 
probably next episode though maybe dedicated college basketball looking at John Rothstein's top 45 preseason top 45 and kind of like just talking through the teams yeah so we'll, we'll look at but that's next episode I should focus on what we're doing right now this draft class is pretty good Logan Wilson is good he's got a lot of athleticism Davis Gaither is also very good in my opinion uh, later in draft, it got a little bit blurry. It wasn't an amazing draft, but it was decent. I'd give this like... I'm going to be giving a lot of Bs today. I'd give this a B. Just a straight up B. This, they got the quarterback of the future. got another weapon to match up with Tyler Boyd, if they still have Tyler Boyd. I'm pretty certain they do. And AJ Green. They beefed up their linebacker core. It's a good draft. Maybe B+. I'll bump it up to a B plus. All right? Good on you, Cincinnati. Cleveland, Jedrick Wills at 10th is great value. Grant Delpit in the second round is also great value. Jordan Elliott, a good player. Jake Phillips, Harrison Bryant, Nick Harrison, Donovan, Peoples-Jones in the sixth round. Damn, tells you how deep this wide receiver class is. This is a good draft. Jedrick Wills at 10th is great value. And Grant Delpit at 12th in the second round is also great value. Uh, I'd probably give this, like, Donovan, Peoples-Jones, and Harrison Bryant are both good picks. Jake Phillips is a good player. I don't know, man. This is like, it's an average draft. Like, there's not a lot of flashy players here. I'd probably give it a B-, minus, but this is a good building block for Cleveland. It shows Andrew Barry knows what he's doing. Their new GM. Much better than John Dorsey. Shows he knows what he's doing. And I think he can be one of the best GMs in the league for years to come. So we'll see. Next up are the Dallas Cowboys, who a lot of people are saying won the draft. Let's see, C.D. Lamb in the first round at 17 is great value. Trevon Diggs, Neville Gallimore, Reggie Robinson the second, Tyler Biotis, Bradley Ane, and Ben DiNucci. We only got Ben DiNucci. All right. But this is a good draft class. This is this is A-minus material. I don't think they won the draft. If we're being honest here, I don't see Reggie Robinson as the best pick ever. And Tyler Biotis is, you know, great value in the fourth round. Neville Galmore, yeah, this is a good draft. Ben DiNucci's a questionable pick because I watched him play Pitt, and he wasn't even that good. And then he wasn't, like, the best quarterback in the FCS last year. So, I don't know, man. But Ane in the fifth round, this is a good draft, okay? A, I'll give, I'm going to bump it up. It's an A. Nice job, Cowboys. Now, go and make the playoffs. Okay? You have the clear path to win the division next year. So, do it. Okay, Denver, who I personally think may have won just off of initial reaction. (sighs) Sorry about that. Just off of initial reaction, I thought maybe won the draft. Jerry Judy, KJ Hampler are really good players. We got Tyree Cleveland later on. This is good. Really good draft. Oh, uh, read the names. I said Jerry Judy and KJ Hampler. Michael. Oh, God. They're setting me up to failure. Michael OJ Mudia. Lloyd Cushenberry III. Lloyd Cushenberry III. Okay, we're not, we're not doing that. Mel- McTelvin again. Albert Aquig. Boonham, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please don't take offense to this. I'm sorry I'm butchering your guys' names. Um, Justin Strand. Stranad. 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 Okay. Natane Muti. 
Tyreek Cleveland and Derek Tusks, Tuska. Sounds Russian. Okay, this, uh, initially I thought these guys won the draft, but looking back at this, it's a decent draft class. Two wide receivers to give that give Drew Lock some legit weapons along Cortland Sutton. It's a good draft. It set them up to win in the future. Probably going to go eight and eight or nine and seven next year, in my opinion. They're they're going to improve next year. Maybe you can go ten and six. Who knows? We'll see. They're going to improve next year. Drew Lock's probably going to have a little bit of a breakout season. A lot of people are saying he could be like a potential offensive player of the year candidate in the AFC. I don't really see that happening. Um, but we'll see, I guess. I give this like a B. B minus. It's a good draft, but, you know, could definitely be better. Denver, nice job. Detroit, they got Jeff Okuda. They got DeAndre Swift. They got Julian Aquara. Jonah Jackson, Logan Stenberg, Quintus Cephas, Jason Huntley, John Penisney, and Jason Jashon. Jashon, my bad, Jashon. Cornell. Uh, That's a decent draft class. Decent draft class. But, you know what? I'm going to give this like... I like the Cephas pick. I personally thought he was underrated through most of his college years. Uh, Akuda, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Akuda. Like, you know, good player. DeAndre Swift, kind of early for a running back, in my opinion. But DeAndre Swift is, in my opinion, best running back in the class. So, Detroit. The later draft was not amazing. Early draft was pretty good. So I'm gonna give you a B minus because you're Detroit, and I know that this is somehow gonna fail. Um, but. Next up is the Green Bay Packers. Possibly the worst draft in the class, but I'm going to have to wrap it up there. Thank you guys, because I'm leaving y'all on a cliffhanger, and I do not devote my life to creating as of right now. If I make some serious money off of it or like start to gain some traction, then, you know, maybe. Maybe. We'll be seeing longer podcasts, but... um. I'm going to leave you all on a cliffhanger. Next time, we're going to pick it back up with the Packers draft and um, finish off the rest of the, the next half of the NFL, their draft classes, and then may talk some college basketball and look into the top 25, uh, my top 25 for next year to start off early. And um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to Time Out with Neb TV. I am your host as the title should suggest neb tv i'm here for y'all thank you for stopping by uh please um subscribe to the podcast i don't even know what platform this is going to be going up on we'll see maybe going up on youtube we'll see maybe going up on spotify maybe going up on apple Podcasts. who knows who knows but please please whatever you do follow the channel subscribe to the channel you know listen to monthly listen to daily who knows all right well Thank you guys for listening. I know the mic quality is probably pretty bad. Please give me some feedback on the intro. On if my mic's too loud, I can definitely turn it down later on. But uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll be back soon. Maybe tomorrow. Who, see, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But thank you guys for listening. This has been Time Out with NetTV. And I'll see you guys later. Sayonara.